What's up, friends and family? Welcome back to your favorite Jersey Shore podcast. We're just talking. I was waiting for the, you know, my bad. I was waiting for the audience to say, we're just talking. And yeah. I forgot that you guys can't hear us right now. Well, no, I'm sorry. You can hear us right now, yeah. but I can't hear you right now. I can't so. hear you, and I can't see you. I'm sorry. So one last time. And it's your favorite Jersey Shore podcast. We're just talking. <laughs> game show. Game show. Speaking of game shows, I've been, and I think you have as well, have been more interested in watching Jeopardy lately like an old couple. <laughs> I will say that. Okay. If you guys hear me like chewing obnoxiously, it's because, well, first of all, I apologize in advance second of all i'm eating these just to fill the void in my soul because i can't have my wine or any kind of alcohol i'm eating these peach rings they're smart sweets peach rings and if you guys follow us on instagram you probably see me post about them <laughs> and big fan they're like kind of a, a substitute for like your regular <laughs> sweet snack julian is making me laugh <laughs> sweet snack yeah they're a substitute for your regular peach rings but they're only three grams of sugar in the whole little bag so if you hear me like chomping it's because i'm eating a gummy but yeah we have been watching although been watching i don't know if that's the, the term we watched one we've watched like two Oh, two? Yeah, uh-huh. and Carly knows all the answers to like random <laughs> shit, and it pisses me off. It's just like, oh, who was the the chief of the uh, Miami, Illinois district? Oh, that's Sitting Bull. And it's like, what what is Sitting Bull? I'm like, no, uh, what? It's always when I guess that I get it right. Yeah, like you pull, you pull a get, like, I don't know, pull a guess out of your ass, and it's like, yeah, yeah no, that's right. And all of a sudden, like, what is? I got Final Jeopardy right, too, because I guessed. <laughs> what is the, the I just picked, Casablanca? Like, what? Yeah, I just picked, like, I, I picked, like, the things that, like, if if I were, I, I kind of think of it because I don't know. Like, I, I never know, but I try and pick the things that I think a Jeopardy host, like a Jeopardy would ask. Like, what I think the answer would be to a question that they would ask, if that makes sense. Well, it's when you guess is when all of a sudden it's right. You just no. like literally pulled out your ass and you're <laughs> just like, yeah, true. it's this. And it's like, and they're like yeah, what yeah. is this? And but it's like, one doesn't what? cause the other. I mean, the question is written before and, and answered before I can answer it. So it's not like they're like, oh, Carly thinks well, it's this. Let's change it. I know that, it. Carly. They can't hear you through the TV. Right. But what I'm saying is... I'm just saying it's funny how like I, I can I can so I can watch Jeopardy all all night and I won't know a single f- I won't know a single answer to any question. You, however, will, That's won't. True. That's not true. You knew answers. Okay, I know a couple answers, right? But you like will pull like it'll be like a crazy question. You'll just pull it like right out of your ass. Like I'm like, how did you? You're just like you're like I don't know. It's this <laughs> like just guessing. Like you just blabber something out. It's like, yeah, that's right. That's right. I think I think about your face when that happens. It's really funny. Yes, your reaction. I'm like, you got to be. Kidding me? What are you drinking? Uh, right now I'm having a little bit of uh Johnny Walker Blue, actually. Oh, excuse me. Um, on a Tuesday. A, on a Tuesday, just a little bit, just a little. I had a couple, you know, a couple small ice cubes in there. I'm not trying to get tuned up. Just trying to relax and enjoy the flavor. Right. So that sounds good. Johnny Walker Blue. So yeah, Johnny Walker Blue is like that the high the end, creme like, de la creme. The creme de la creme. Of, I don't know that, but I'm I'm just going based on what you tell me. Yes, of Johnny Walker. Now, um, normally when it comes to like. So I like you. Know, you guys know I like whiskeys, bourbons. I like some scotch. The scotch I like. Well, my favorite is Johnny Walker. So normally I drink Johnny Walker Black. I'm sure I've mentioned that a couple times on here. I'm sure I've been drinking Johnny Walker Black many times while I've been on here. But I'm have, I have Johnny Walker Blue now. And yes, it's like oh, it's Johnny Walker Blue. To be honest. Is it, is it awesome? Of course. It's it's delicious. It's great. But I think I'm going to get some negative pushback okay. on this. I think I can anticipate what you're going to say. What I'm going to say is... The, the margin above like, other whiskeys is not high enough to warrant. Okay. I like where you're going with that, and I agree with you on that. It wasn't going cool. Okay. Well, I kind of was going there. Okay, let's hear your thought then. Yes. No, I agree. Like... I'm tasting it, and I'm like, this is great, but to be that much of a, we'll say maybe a, a price difference mm-hmm. between Johnny Walker Black, which is like, you can get it for like $35, right? right. Probably yeah. even less than that. Yeah. 40 you know, to $250 right. is like, I'm I'm, like, I'm not tasting the difference. Like, Johnny Walker Blue is good. Very good, obviously. Johnny Walker Black is very good as well, but uh, to be honest, like, I don't see that much of a difference between Johnny Walker Blue and Johnny Walker Black. Now, if you guys like whiskey, bourbon, and scotch you some of you with who have tasted johnny walker blue may disagree and i want to know like what do you, what do you taste that's different like i taste it tastes like johnny walker but i think it's, it's you know it's what i'm saying to be smoother it's supposed to be smoother but again i'm just not i just don't if you put yeah, so, a glass of black and blue in front of me like i'd be like yeah they're very similar uh-oh. you know you don't think you'd be able to tell them apart wow no no no, no. i think i would be able to tell them apart okay 
But I, in regards to which one I'd prefer, to be honest, like I, I almost prefer the black over the blue, and that's crazy. The blue is like the high end, like supposed to be like you know the smoothest one, and it is very good. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm not like going cuckoo chew over it. I, I, I can go back to the black and be fine. Hmm. As a matter of fact, I have a couple well, times. I mean, I think most people can stomach. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not every day where yeah, I'm gonna... people don't ordinarily drink Johnny Walker Blue. Like, right, right. There's, or ordinary yeah. people don't ordinarily drink Johnny, Johnny Walker, Walker Blue, Blue on like right. a daily basis. Right, and, and I, you don't either. So. No, I just, I just. We'll, we'll, we'll get in, we'll get into this. Yeah, as we go on. I mean, as you, we go on, but um, once you get your next sampling of Flaviar, you'll probably be able to give even more. Yeah, so I, what? So I have one more. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll have some of that too. I have one more of the sample left. So getting ahead of ourselves. Well, yeah, the Flaviar. I didn't get the, the Johnny Walker Blue from Flaviar. I got the Jefferson's Bourbon from from Flaviar, which is very good. And I got a, a sample pack of um, Japanese whiskeys, which. Again, I think I, I also mentioned this before. If you guys like whiskey, get into the Japanese whiskey game. Is there a name for that? Yeah, there's many different names for it. No, I mean like, you know, like sake is like. Yeah, it's just like Japanese whiskey. It's just called Japanese Like right whiskey. now from here I'm looking at I have the Yamazaki sitting there. Uh-huh. And then I had a couple um, a couple other like samples of other types of uh, Japanese whiskey. Very good. Very good. I need to make it to the bottom of these gummies so that I stop chewing into the microphone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what have we uh, been watching, doing? I'm trying to think. First of all, the the feedback that we got from our last episode has been so great. We Everybody love you guys. is so nice and reaching out with their well wishes and congratulations and it's really nice to finally I feel like the buildup was so much for me I had to keep it a secret for so long that like it's nice to like finally have you know our audience know and like pretty much the general public know about baby s baby s so the response was really really great so we appreciate y'all for that and just to be clear like uh, her name is not baby s yeah. we're just we just can't say we the can't, name we're not gonna say the name you guys will know the name eventually you'll know the name eventually um yeah. but you're not gonna know it till she's here they don't want anyone to and think, that's Whoa. true of everybody in our family nobody knows yeah, it's just no us knows. we are the only it's ones. just us i actually got a sign for her nursery i ordered it online and it came today and it's huge and my parents know that i ordered it so i'm just like where can i hide this in my house where they won't they better not snoop and find it uh no. not that we would ever know but what are they gonna do that well not, no, not, now you're gonna give your mom ideas no i know this podcast so like, i'm gonna go over there when they're not there no i'm gonna find the I'm, sign no, she's not gonna find it because then i'll just hide it and she'll <laughs> she'll never find it um Kitty. so we got the sign and it has her name on it and i sent the i opened the package and i took a picture of it to send to julian i deleted the picture from my library and then i was like i sent it to julian i was like delete this as soon as you see it and he's like you're neurotic like i'm not deleting it and i'm like just watch Somebody will see. Look over your shoulder and see it. No, I didn't save it. It's just in our text message. I know, but in the stratosphere. Okay. So we finally, actually right after we recorded the episode announcing about Baby S, we went out and pretty much did everything we needed to do that we were putting off for her nursery. We went off, we went out and got all her furniture and everything. So it's all going to come soon. Uh, I think I'm kind of late on that. I know a lot of people with similar due dates have like all their shit ready to go, but I also just refuse to be pressured into doing it when i'm not ready yet it's fine we're, we're good now we we cleaned out the entire <laughs> yeah room that was a whole thing put the wallpaper yeah up. um so now we're just waiting on her furniture to arrive we can put that together which will be a freaking treat yeah and then well, hopefully um, it won't be that bad i mean mm-hmm. it's gonna be terrible but i already know uh, none, none of these none of the, nothing is simple when it comes to like this yeah it's always a whole like puzzle we spent like hours putting in a light fixture <laughs> not hours but it was it was a pain well, hours ass. combined i tried to do it couldn't do it and then i had you do it but then once we broke out the drill we were better off yeah the drill is... also like i don't know who we think we are just installing a light fixture i should have had an electrician do it but... no we did it just fine yeah i guess we did it, i, it, I it, guess it, since it turned out fine it, it really fine. isn't that difficult like it, it really isn't that difficult to, no like, no to, but like... just the wires make me nervous i don't know yeah i mean we, we what we should should have probably done is, is turn off all the power to the house the power, which yeah. we didn't do which we did not do yeah. um and even when i installed the nest i didn't do that either yeah i just like to live dangerously <laughs> so actually I'm, i just like to make you live to live dangerously because you. you're the one that was doing it just really hope i don't get electrocuted so or shocked if i get shocked it's fine but i don't want to get like electrocuted don't think that look beyond repair yeah but like yeah. Well, i mean well, we're dealing with these small we're not doing a big thing we're just dealing with these small wires yeah it would stuff. just be one of those zaps like have you ever plugged something in and gotten like the vibrating kind of yeah, yeah. We're like oh you're like oh shit that was gonna get me <laughs> that was gonna bite me yeah yeah it's like uncomfortable you're like oh what was that yeah so i'm chewing on another peach ring so you let me are. just finish chewing sure um, do you want to uh would you like to get into our, our kind of main topic yeah okay. so 
we have like a couple topics that we have on our agenda for the rest of the season. But in the interest of making sure that we're not making the rest of the season all about baby stuff and becoming parents and this and that, although that stuff is interesting, we definitely want to share like our journey. We also want to keep true to our identity. And I think that's true of like our goals as parents. Like I think we want to maintain who we are. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Like, I feel like all too often you see the pressure of like, you know, oh, well, you're becoming a mom or you're becoming a dad and like your life is about to change and nothing's ever going to be the same. And you can't, you know, this is going to be the most important thing you ever do. And, and this and that. It's funny. I was talking to Leslie Ann of Fat Loss Lifestyle School, who was on our podcast last season. I was messaging her because she's actually like about to give birth. And she posted kind of like a little rant on her Instagram stories. And she was like, you know, I refuse to like give in to this whole like hashtag mom life BS and like nesting and like all this other stuff and like while all of that is all fine and well I still plan to maintain who I am in terms of I'm a career person I'm a wife I'm a friend I'm a sister I'm a daughter I'm all these things yes I will be a mom too but I think it's really important to maintain identity. What do you think about that? No, I, I completely agree. Um, we can definitely do like a whole episode on this, but I, no, I completely agree. I think um, I think it's I'm trying. I'm trying to how do I explain this? It's like this. It's right? like how do you explain it without being offensive? Because I feel like people. It's just like such a sensitive thing, and like people get so judgy. Yeah, the biggest thing that comes and you could judge me. The biggest thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> you can judge me. I don't give a shit. Yeah, the biggest <laughs> thing that comes to my mind in regards to this, and you know, it's it's kind of like people become parents and then they start. Right, like I don't want to say let themselves go because yeah. the, I understand your priorities change and you're all about your kid, your kid, your kid. Absolutely, hundred yeah, percent. Absolutely, you're, you're raising another human to like navigate the world. I totally get that. That's a huge responsibility. Absolutely. How, however, right, and I'll, I, I'll be straight honest with everybody right now. I'm getting back on like my, my my diet like now, my nutrition, <laughs> and getting trying to get back into like. So I, I fell off for a little while due to what I was going through at work, and then just a few other things going on within my personal life. So now I'm trying to get back into it. I want to snap back into it because one. I want to, you know, you and I are big into fitness, right? We like yeah. we like nutrition, we like fitness, mm -hmm. we like working out, you know. And I want to be strong and fit and healthy for for you and for our baby, right? You know, so like I'm I'm motivated now to to snap back into a right. bullshit, get right back on, you know. And not not only because summer's coming up, because I also want to be like I want to be a fit, healthy, in shape dad. Like I think too many people kind of let that let let that part go. I get it, like I get. It. There's a lot going on, and you you you're putting other priorities over your own. Um, you you know what I mean? Other not priorities, but what's the word? Other I'm looking people for? before yourself. Yeah, which is which people's is people's needs. People's needs, right? Which is fine. And guess what? Carl and I we're gonna do the same thing. Like that baby, like she's gonna come. Obviously, number one priority the most. Yeah. However, I mean, everything we've done, mm -hmm. like up to this point, has led us here. So you're mm -hmm. trying to make a life for your family, right? Like the whole reason that we put everything we've got into our careers, mm -hmm. you know yes we enjoy it yes we take pride in it but like it's also like to make a good life for what our family is going to be right and i think like you know we we get too involved in losing our identity who who we are the older we get the more responsibilities we take on and i think that if you can maintain who you are as a person can continue to do like what you enjoy um whether that's you know um you know exercise i, I trust me we see tons of people who go to the gym um and you know they they bring their kids and they and they, they you know maybe mm -hmm. someone watches them and they just make it a priority to do that because not only are they staying healthy in shape but like they actually enjoy it it's part of who they are yeah you can't pour from an empty cup right and then even like you know like if you enjoy going out with your friends you know a lot, a lot of parents now like you know if you're in your late 20s early yeah. 30s even mid 30s late, even later it doesn't matter your age also like they, they completely you know avoid their friends and they're like oh well you know i'm a, I'm a parent I'm now a, yeah like and, and that's fine and all but at the same time like i know me like I, I i want like when this you know when you give birth and we have her like i want you to go out i want you to take a weekend you know yeah. and, and go somewhere and, and and have a couple glasses of wine and enjoy yourself enjoy your time with your friends like I want you to do that. Yeah. Right. And I know you're, you feel the same towards me and it's just kind of like who we are, how we are. And we want to, you know, stay where people like to say, I'm, I'm 32, Carly's 31. Right. And people like to say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm old now. I'm a parent. But you're not though. Like, no. like 31, 32 is a still so right. young. Yeah. Right. Like, and I think too many people get, get mixed up and, oh, I'm old now. And this is like, no, you're not. Like, you're actually still like, you're still in your prime, you know, because you ask someone like who they're in their 50s, right? You know, who say someone's 
to 55 and you're like, oh, I remember when I was 31, 32, I'm my prime. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I just think that we all just need to, con- to not forget who we are as people. Yeah. You know? And, and, I just think and, it's a delicate dance that we're, and so, like, it kind of speaks to what our, our topic for this podcast is. It, it's a delicate dance because, of course, you need to prioritize certain things and, of course, you need to have healthy boundaries in, in every aspect of your life. So, we kind of wanted to do a more deep dive on work-life balance and, like, kind of the hustle mentality that has become so American. And you're going to hear a, a lot of times us saying like, well, you know, in, at the end of the day, like family first, like, yes, that's true. And I think it's a delicate dance between that logic of family first and like I'm not going to let this job suck my soul but I'm also not going to let being a mom suck my soul so it's like not letting one aspect of your personality or your life just completely drain you and make you void for the other aspects Mm -hmm. and I think I certainly I don't have all the answers I'm still not a mom yet she's still in my belly so I don't you know I'm not up all night with a newborn yet and I'm not you know picking her up from daycare and doing all this other stuff yet you know and it's going to be there's going to be a learning curve and I'm not pretending to have all the answers but i just know like what my goals are and what julian's goals are and what our goals are as a family like it's it's a very balanced thing so today we kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about that hustle mentality and how kind of toxic it is and julian can sort of go into more detail on what he was struggling with with his old job mm-hmm. now that it's over <laughs> now that yeah. he's not there anymore yeah. it's easier to kind of vent you know we're still not going to give away you know the name of his employer um although a lot of our listeners, previous and, and current you know yeah, but yeah. i can tell you what, what yeah I, what I a do, lot of you know? uh a lot of our friends and family listen to this podcast so a lot of you know um what we're referring to but just for purposes of being fair we're just gonna you know talk about it uh in in anonymous terms uh so julian started his new job this week mm-hmm. Sorry, um, yeah yeah. yeah, and it's been a really positive experience so far. I mean, obviously we're only two days in, so it's hard to right, right. It's hard to say, but just already like the small like things that this new company is allowing for him that he was never like the basic human. <laughs> I don't want to say human rights because that's not what it is. Like basic, like, like, like the human humanity decency, of it. Yeah, the humanity of it is yeah. is is much better at, at this new job. So. I don't know. You'd probably be able, you definitely would be the best to explain like just the turmoil that you were going through towards the end of the end of your road at your last career. I mean, yeah, it's also difficult for me to talk about it because my whole life, like I've been, I'm a very hard worker. I'm very hard working now, very dedicated to what I do. And I, and normally I, I enjoy what I do. Um, and I did. My last company I was with for just about three years. Um, I had a couple different positions, got a promotion, learned a, a ton, which has kind of led me to get the, my my current job. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. I'm very happy about the opportunities that were given to me uh, and very appreciative of it all. Uh, and I do. I'm a very hard worker. I bust my ass. You know, I may be even an, a workaholic at times, but I also know that my family comes first and actually comes first. And I, what I noticed is that my previous job was really taking a lot away from my family, my 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 attention as well. I would be uh, at times, especially in my last role when I was working overnight, you know, I would be working, you know, on site 15, 16 hours, um, you know, with maybe a couple days off. I'm talking about one or two. Um, and, you know, doing that week after week after week, working overnight for that amount of time, that amount of that amount of time in general can really get to you and suck the life out of you. I mean, really kind of mentally impact your, your life. And uh, that's kind of like what I was getting to in regards to my comfort level was that I was definitely struggling mentally because I saw the impact that it had on my family. My wife, who is pregnant, you know, I, I wasn't there for. I was gone. You know, we weren't really together because I was working overnights. And I, I just think that, um, again, very grateful for the opportunities, everything that I've learned. And I and I took that and I apply it now to my current position in my current company, which is great. But the mental um, impact, and some of you know about it, some of you don't, that I went through due to this was um how do you how would you explain it i mean i was in a real dark place yeah from an outside i can only i can only describe it from an outside perspective but you know i can just say that well let me let me start with you first so anybody that was around us during that time and anybody that had you know the the pleasure of being around julian like the few times that he was even available to be around everybody was like so concerned for his welfare like he just he was falling asleep sitting up he was like it was almost like 
it was almost like being with it was almost like being around somebody with like an addiction like it was almost like watching somebody just spiral and it was so it's and 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 to think that that's how you were feeling or looking or or that's how people perceived you without without that being the without addiction being the case or illness or anything i mean certainly there was probably mental illness behind it but it, it was unnerving you know the fact that like a job could make you like that like it just like i mean i know all of our family and friends they were just like julian was just not himself just a different person and you know he wasn't present like and it, it, not in a negative way nobody was complaining everybody was just trying to be supportive but like everybody was like really concerned like you were just like i mean you were th- physically there but mentally not there or you were exhausted to the point where like you were falling asleep, like literally falling asleep sitting up yeah. falling asleep at dinner tables falling asleep in social circles okay so then there was that and then there was also like the anticipation so oh, yeah. even if you had a day off where you felt re- somewhat recharged because you had the previous day quote unquote off even though yeah. because it was night shifts like they bl- the days bled into each other you were you know, anticipating the next time you had to go to work. And so it would take you out for another half a day because you're just like, I am so depressed about having to go back. It's like uh, that I can't even I can't even enjoy myself. Like you're asking me, like, do you want to go to lunch with our friends? And I can't even be like, yeah, and be excited about it because all like my anxiety and my panic will be just be like building thinking about going to work. And like that's where like the mental health discussion comes in and how it's so, so important. Like it's just it's crazy. Well, yeah, no, absolutely, and, and and I admitted many times, and I even um, sought help too to, to talk to somebody about it that I was struggling mentally with it. Because, say, for example, right, I'd have like a day off, <clears throat> one day to like get some sleep and recharge, going into to work, like starting the week off again. I was like literally that day. So if I had to go into work, say Saturday night, that day, Saturday, I would be riddled with anxiety leading up to the fact that I had to go in at like you know whatever time that night, and knowing like there was things. Going going on throughout the day that like and if I didn't somehow get some extra sleep that I was going to be a zombie going into work right so um you know that added to my anxiety uh my heart would be pounding I would be knocked out so in in reality I was only me for like maybe a a 24 hours not even not even not even and I wouldn't really even say me I would just say maybe a little bit more relaxed you were more like baseline like you came up to like baseline it was never like elation happiness like right and um like that that excuse me that feeling was was just horrible and at what point like it, it, it you know you go this isn't even worth it. Like, right. I'm not, I'm not only am I sacrificing like my, my family, like, and their well being and needs, but I'm sacrificing my mental health. I'm sacrificing my physical health too. And it was just a really bad situation to be in. And again, we all, we all work hard. Um, I know a lot of people who, who continue to work overnights. Hey, listen, if that works for you and you're good and happy doing it, there are people who, who enjoy doing it. Yeah. I mean, by all means, like, yeah. like rock out. Absolutely. I, I, I got you. Right. But I think it's if, very rare. Right. Like, if it doesn't fit like your situation and your situation with your family and, you know, like, and then when you are home and kind of present, like you're not though, you're a zombie. Like at what point is it not worth it? So yeah. I could attest that, you know, my previous position in my previous company took the life out of me. Yeah. And I'm, I, and I apologize to anyone here listening who uh, I, I want to thank you for your support, but then I also apologize to anyone here that if I missed something or if I was present, you know, during, during an event and I, I literally was present physically but not mentally like i do apologize but this is like it was like going through a freaking war zone in back and i remember that before i left my company i was gone for about a month still employed by them because i had some vacation and you guys know i ended up getting covid um so i was out for that so like i went back to work after a month on the last day that i was actually yeah it all worked out it all worked out very well um ironically but i remember when i walked in and i saw some of the people who who i worked with who were still there and they looked at me and they were like oh my god like you look like like i, well, I had a mask on but they're like you look they're like you look like I, your eyes like they're like, like charged you look like good you know and i'm just like and i'm looking at them and i i'm like that's 
what I looked like and felt like yeah. for five months straight, you yeah. know? Like, it was just, like, it literally looks like you, you watch somebody, um, if you watch, like, Banner Brothers of the Pacific or something like that, or a war movie, right? And you see the, how, how they were before they went to war, and you look at them, how they were mentally and physically after the war, it, it was like that. It's a similar, yeah, transformation. Y- yeah. yeah. Um, but even, like, that one day, so just to, like, kind of sum up what you just said, you gave your two weeks notice, but those two weeks consisted of COVID quarantine. Yeah, I gave my so notice. It, it was kind of karma. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a karma for, for the company because he had been being treated so poorly and then his notice ended up his notice period ended up being on mandatory covid quarantine so you were kind of like recharging and relaxing anyway because thankfully you didn't have that many symptoms when you had covid so yeah it was kind of like hey by the way i'm resigning here's my two-week notice oh and also by the way i just tested positive for covid so so i'm gonna be out for two weeks (laughs) um and then (laughs) but then you did go in like the fine it it was off by like one day so you went in the final day but even leading up to the final day and like i don't know if you notice that you do this but like when you're anxious or nervous about something you keep talking about it to me like you'll keep asking me like what sorry no 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 i'm not i'm not (laughs) i'm not criticizing i'm just saying i can i know that about you so i know that your your tendency is to is to I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, uh, like, for example, like you were making your plan to go back to for that final day. And you kept saying to me, like, okay, so I'm going to go and, uh, you know, I'm going to go first thing in the morning and I'm going to turn in my laptop and then, you know, I'm going to talk to HR and do my exit interview and then I'm going to go and I'm going to leave. And I'm like, okay. And then like a few days would go by and you'd be like, so yeah, like, you know, my last day is coming up and like, I'm going to, like, you kept <laughs> telling me because, and I, and I know that that's you being nervous because you, like you get such anxiety from being there that like the thought of even going back for a couple hours was making you like rattled. There are over 90,000 people missing at any time and over half a million are reported missing every year. And that's just in the United States. I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case. Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. So I'll explain to you guys as well. You're probably thinking like, well, was it just the long hours? And All this sounds and very dramatic, but I swear, like, give, okay, so give the audience, like, a taste of what your hours were and how many days a week you worked and everything like that. Well, all right, so I'll, I'll do that. And again, like, I always, this is my personality. I always say I'm over here, you know, complaining, but someone always has it worse than I do, right? One, at least I had a, a good job. But that doesn't negate your good struggle. Experience. I understand that, right? And, and that's what, like. You, that's what you finally learned. Telling me, because, and I, and I know that that's you being nervous because you, like you get such anxiety from being there that like the thought of even going back for a couple hours was making you like rattled right so like it's not even so you guys may say okay well all that for like i get overnight sucks and long hours suck but really like all that all that anxiety and all that depression i will say this it's also because it wasn't like when i was the amount of pressure that that was put on me how i was treated by my superiors how i was threatened was a very toxic environment and it created it was a lot of pressure and again not like pressure like all right you know we're gonna get through it no it was like being being talk spoken down to, being threatened, being overstepped, you know, just on a everyday basis. You know, my old company likes they're you know, they're they're so dominant now that they what they've done is in their operation that they've completely have killed the human element to the business. There right. is no human element allowed. There's it, there, there's there's you cannot be a human and run. You need to be a you need to be a robot. Right. Um you need to be a machine. And the thing is is we're not robots, we're human beings, we're not machines, and you know. You need to put the the business before your even yourself. You need to put the business before yourself and your family. Right. That's what the expectation is. Yeah. Right. And that's just kind of like the culture that's ingrained in this company. And you know what? Like they're a dominant powerhouse, so I can't say anything. However, what I can say is company definitely has become a dominant powerhouse due to the physical cost. The human cost. I'm yeah. talking about the human cost is more than you guys could even imagine with this company. Yeah. It, that it's 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 being made a giant off of people's backs. Right. Off of the little guy, like the individual's backs. Right. And I'll, I'll say this. I think that if the environment I was working in hadn't been so toxic, 
And so, you know, yes, d- d- demand, push, you know, like we have to, you know, do a lot of things while we're on, you know, while we're working, while we're there. Absolutely. I, I get it. Right. But th- there comes a point where maybe it's too much for the human element to handle. And if it's not just one person, if it's everyone that's that's struggling here, struggling there, um, if you're getting people now who are looking for excuses not to come in, like maybe there's a problem with the culture, maybe the operation, you have to factor the human element in both mentally and physically. And when you completely stop that, you're gonna get people who become uh, zombies. You're gonna get people who are, their attitudes change. Like I'm very, I try to be an optimistic person, especially a leader. And um, I always try to have a good attitude. And when you, would have seen me i did not have a, the best attitude i was not optimistic um mm-hmm. i was very like i was not who i am as a person and that also took an impact on me knowing that like it was funny you know during that last month before i even submitted my notice um and i started you know i had a couple bachelor parties and i was kind of had some time off like i started to f- kind of feel like myself yeah. and it was funny after i got back from the first bachelor party i came home and i'm with carly and i'm like you know like I kind of missed myself. Yeah. You know, that may sound like weird, but like I missed, I missed me, you know, like, and, and, and I think that like definitely helped kind of with some of the anxiety and depression, but like, I need to be at my, I need to be happy myself. I need to be at my game so I can give you and I can give our family like 150%. Yeah. Because if you're not yourself, if you're miserable, if you're not happy, you're going to half-ass what you're going to give to your, to your family and your priorities because you're not happy with your own self. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that the pressure that was put on us i mean again a lot of it yeah i'm ex-military you know like so like i i get it but i will say this right like it was too it was too much for going on to handle and then like the second you miss something the second one thing didn't go perfectly which it never does because you're you're, it's structured the way it's set up you're set up basically to fail Mm -hmm. so it never does go go you're you're threatened you're spoken down to you're overstepped you're again threatened and that's the i keep saying this word threatened because Mm -hmm. i was threatened many times yeah on like a daily basis like verbally indirectly like your job was always on the chopping block like that's oh like beyond even that so like i don't understand i guess i guess what i don't understand is how you get anything from anybody by by threatening like so you you don't because it's funny uh, now now that i have left um even but even my last day when people people found out i was leaving calling you oh yeah i got a phone call earlier from somebody who i uh who i worked with um saying hey basically hey i'm you know i'm trying to you know move out of here or you know like do you have any leads type of thing yeah like like, uh, you you were like a huge example to those people so i feel like well the the funny thing was i was told from let's say my superiors of how poor of a job i was doing you know in regards to not i wouldn't say poor of a job but basically how i was failing them and i wasn't meeting standard right but it's pretty funny when i spoke to you know maybe the the people who were under me they all seemed to be interested in, in what i was doing next and they all yeah. you know when i came back i remember um no names but you know what one of the one of the managers who i worked with you know she's oh you're back you know and i'm just like just for today uh, just for today because <laughs> you know i resigned i'm going to another company and it's just like i'm gonna call you this at the other so it made me happy to know because my biggest thing before i turned evil uh in this company my biggest thing was i just want to make sure that my people are the people below you are yes yeah. are taken care of that mm-hmm. i'm doing everything i can to support them yeah that i'm making sure that i'm setting them up for success and the thing was was that was my mentality but i was never set up for success by your spirit i was never fully supported right and therefore like we were all like we were all in, in it together yeah. right that was a freaking fight the whole time all right and it was just good to see that i saw when i came back refreshed i saw the toll it had taken on them that the, that month and i was looking at them i was looking in their eyes and i was just like i feel you like and, yeah and i even you know gave some advice i'll give some advice to you guys here if you're at a point in a, in a job where it's now negatively not only negatively affecting you that your own professional growth and development like your own career but it's also affecting your personal life and just your way of life in general i'm telling you right now look elsewhere and get get out of there yeah you gotta get out because you're not gonna be happy and i'm telling you right now like it's gonna negatively impact your growth and development yeah i mean and that was some of the um some of the communication i gave to them i said listen if you're not happy if this isn't working out like you have to look elsewhere and you have to find something else or else this is going to be your downfall do not let this place be your downfall yeah i mean i 
I think that, well, I mean, I'm glad that we were able to go kind of in depth on this because I feel like we've hinted at it. In past episodes, we've been like, oh, you know, I know that one of the cornerstones of our belief system is, you know, work-life balance and mental health. And Julian seems to be, you know, putting both of those on the back burner. Like we've made like small comments about it, but like I'm glad that we've been able to kind of do a deep dive on it. But I think that the problem and the reason why a lot of American workers think that, you know, this is just the way it is, is because our, you know, work system in this country is is based on the hustle. Like the mm-hmm. more you hustle, the more envied you are, you know, it, it's almost like a bragging right to be like, oh, I worked 80 hours this week. And it's like, we have to break ourselves of that. I mean, that is just... Because if you work, it's not realistic. It it's it's not. No, it's you're not. only awake what fourteen to sixteen hours a day at the most. I mean, unless you're working 14, 16 hours in a day, then you're definitely awake longer than that. Right, know? right, right. So I'm saying <laughs> yeah. like, you know, if you get a solid night's sleep, you're awake 14, 16 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in those hours, and like my dad actually said this, my yeah, dad, yeah, who was yeah. who a boomer, he said this. Um, he was like, okay, so you have 14 hours in a day. If you're working 12 hours, <laughs> the only time that you have to do anything for yourself or for your family or for other goals that you might have, it's two hours like yeah and that and that like doesn't include like that's insane travel time yeah travel or two to four hours okay so let's just give you the benefit of the down say it's four let's say your commute is conservative let's say it's 15 30 minutes okay that's another hour down the drain okay so that's three hours yeah you know you take time getting ready time winding down like yeah. time eating dinner and then then all the time is gone so it's like you don't have time for you know a drink with your with your spouse conversation with a friend visiting with a friend dinner with uh you know your extended family mm-hmm. or, or anything that makes a freaking video games or watching a movie i mean literally anything that makes you you know feel balanced like there's no time for it so right. i just think that a workout you know yeah workout you a know? perfect example a workout meditation whatever it is you know it, it just doesn't it's just not sustainable so and i think now we've learned that lesson firsthand. Yeah, yeah no. And I'm just lucky that I didn't have a tough, I've had like the easiest pregnancy in the world or else I would have really been suffering while you were. No, I, and, and that that hurt me every time too because knowing like I had to go in at 9 p.m. and I wasn't getting out till, you know, t- you know 11 a.m. the next day, knowing that, you know, you're, you're pregnant really hit me hard too because, you know, think about this. Think about like doing a, do, doing a job like that, right? Where you know you're going to get your, your ass destroyed the whole time you're on shift you're not even gonna like you're not even gonna break you're gonna forget to eat and drink water the whole time you're there right yeah and also knowing that in reality like your family like they although they love you and support you like they they don't now they're gonna resent you because now during this huge time where you need to be with your family you're not there you're gone you're a ghost yeah and then you come home and guess what now you're asleep and then you wake up and then it's time to go right back yeah you know and like, like just to put it i just felt I, like i couldn't do anything to help you well, you know yeah. and just to put into perspective how exhausted you were like so julian's quote-unquote days off were thursday and friday Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, no, well, I would say Thursday night, Friday night. Yeah, we'll say that Thursday night, Friday night. But it was technically, if you if you were to ask your employer what days off you had, they would say Thursday, Thursday and Friday. Friday Thursday yeah. and Friday. Thursday and Friday. So Thursday, he's coming off of a twelve to fourteen, most more likely fourteen hour 14 shift, hour. maybe even fifteen. Uh, I knew fourteen, fifteen hour night. shift. Yeah. He's coming straight home at around ten a.m. 11 a.m. It was like 12 p.m. It was like around noon. Yeah, around noon. Sleeping until at least eight o'clock. I would say I was in and out of sleeping from six, seven, six or seven. I would say. Yeah, but if you're if you're sleeping meaningfully, you would sleep a little later. No, I really didn't. I I never slept till like eight p.m. I would I would be in bed maybe by one p.m. Okay, well you're not functioning and able to do anything until eight o'clock. Okay, that's Um, okay. Fair. That's fair. fair. So he's, you know, laying in bed or showering or whatever it is until eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, we have dinner. And then I had just come home from a work day. So we eat dinner and then it's time for me to start winding down. And now keep in mind, Julian had just woken up from quote unquote eight hours of sleep. I mean, no, it was not consistent, a consistent eight hours. He was awake. He was, was you know, he was sleeping for, you know, small increments at a time and it wasn't solid, you know, quality sleep. But you know, I would go to bed around 10, 11 o'clock and 
he would fall asleep and sleep through the night. And so the, the, on a Thursday, on Thursday, so I'd wake up again from my sleep. Yeah, right? and then we would have dinner, maybe watch something, and then we go to sleep. But I would be, I would be falling asleep again by nine. Yes, yeah, and I would sleep for what like now twelve hours. Yeah, now yeah. we all know that when you wake up in the morning. If somebody were to tell you, okay, in two hours, you need to go back to sleep for eight hours. You'd be like, what? I can't. I just slept for eight hours. Right. But he was so exhausted that he slept another eight hours yeah. into Friday. Yeah. So now Friday was the only like real day that you had that was like, quote unquote, normal. Yeah. Um, because you didn't have to go in at night or anything. Um, so Friday, it was just like that quick, you know, however many hours you were awake on Friday. And then after that. It was a downhill spiral until it was time for you to go in again on Saturday at midnight. Yeah, because Saturday morning I'd wake up and I would be okay. I'd Saturday morning, maybe we'd get we work then, out maybe or get breakfast. Or but we then would around just do something. one, yeah, one, you two. started to yeah, and I'm like, you know, me being not really understanding, you know, I'm like, well, you know, it's only it's only one o'clock. Like, you know, we can meet our friends for a few drinks or we can meet our friends for lunch or an early dinner. And he's like, oh, like, but I have to go in tonight. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not till midnight. And like. You know, I wasn't understanding there was a breakdown and it's just like it's just such a toxic environment for anything, for a relationship, for a family, for anything. So that's kind of what we were dealing with. And I just feel like there's too many people out there that are like, yeah, I work 12 to 14 hours a day. And like they wear that as a badge of honor. I will say this, right? If you work 12 to 14 hours a day and it fits you and your lifestyle and if you have a family and maybe you're generally happy and enjoy it, I would say that's something different. I maybe, but don't make it like my my issue is that the, it becomes the standard and right. it becomes something that people are striving for. And I don't think that that's right. So, so I think some people, so if if your job- like, It's true in my career too. I mean, lawyers oh, are known for, for working absurd hours, working all weekend, this and that. I mean- I've drawn very clear boundaries with my employers and thankfully I work with a great team that doesn't, you know, that very much values work-life balance. But I, um well, I also think if you define your life as what your job is, yeah. which many people do, yeah. then like working 14, 15, 16 hours a day, right. like I don't know, I I've seen the same people you've seen and sometimes I wonder, I'm like, are you happy? Are you miserable? Yeah. Like are do you like, do you enjoy this? This because... is the only thing you're deriving value from. Right. Because if you enjoy it, like, and this is just who you are. Right. Okay. Like, I, I, you know, like, I get it. Because, again, I, there's been many times where I, I've, you know, been whatever my job is, was, like, on fire, doing my job, and not really thinking about the time, and tired, and but generally not, like, not unhappy. Right? Right. But I think that does catch up with you. And I think it also depends on how you're being treated in the work environment. And if you're being treated like dog shit, you're going to be fucking miserable. But if we're talking about like, I I know for like my career, like a lot of lawyers like wear it as a badge of honor that they go in at 6 a.m. and they don't come home until 9 at night. And it's like, and at that point, what what time do they have? It's like, why is that something that you're bragging about or that is, you know, applauded? You know, like I, I think the other thing is, is that it, it's too often like you get a pat on the back for that. Well, yeah, that I agree that. And I think some people like the idea that like they're like, you know what? I'm working harder than you because I was in at yeah. 6 a.m. And I at least on 9 p.m. last night. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't, you not Jokes know how to, on you. Like, you don't know how to manage, manage your, time. your time. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, exact jokes on you, guy. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. It comes down to time management. But regardless of what the job is or or you know, the specifics. I think that just the culture of, you know, don't knock the hustle. Like, you know, I hustle harder than everybody. And it's like, well, what do you mean? Oh, well, I, I worked 80 hours this week. And it's like, well, no, like, cause now you're missing out on all of the things that we work for. Like I put, like, yeah. I, I said to Julian, I, I posted, uh, or I didn't post, I was looking at like a TikTok that was like, you know, when your boss says like, you're acting like you only come here for the money. And it's like, bitch, no, it, <laughs> who it, told it, you, yeah. who told you that I was here for any other reason? Well, well yeah. The meme, the meme <laughs> was just like um, uh, a boss going to their employee going like, you act like, you know, you're only here for a paycheck. And the guy's <laughs> like, like, yes. Like, Why the fuck else would I be here? There's a million other things I'd rather be doing. With my right, you know, right. It's, and I think it's super important to like do what you love and like enjoy your job. But like at the end of the day, it's still work. 
You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, again, I, I think it, it 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 depends. Like, if you're, you know, and, and I don't know, I, maybe hopefully there's a Peloton athlete listening to me, uh, <laughs> like a Peloton instructor listening listening to us right now. If that's what, like, if you're at the Peloton and your job is like a fitness, right, and you're working out all day and stuff like that, like you may generally like be very yeah, happy. But those people, like, even I, and I that's just my, I don't know. No, you know? I think you're wrong. I, I could I be wrong. Yeah, because I I've seen all this week all the Peloton instructors yeah. are like consecutively going out on vacation they're all taking a vacation and it's like you know yes it's a dream job it's great they love what they do yeah but think about all the times that they have to be in studio working out or they have to be recording a workout and it's like smack in the middle of a saturday like or yeah it's true i mean their schedule saturday morning at 6 a.m right and they're doing so much work and i just don't think that you know i think there's a difference and obviously peloton prides itself on um being inclusive being progressive and being a a great place to work so Mm -hmm. i don't doubt for one second that they don't give their instructors the time off that they need but like you know i don't think for one second that that their job isn't work it certainly is work absolutely it's just more enjoyable work that's all it is yeah 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 i mean it's still work and at the end of the day they'd rather be with their loved ones of course rather than recording you know and that's not that's not a bad thing and that's what the point i'm trying to make like people who say like oh you know well i was in my office for 15 hours today it's like crickets because like who first of all who cares second of all what were you doing that whole time because clearly like you have some time management issues or you're not delegating or you know there's something wrong there yep yep yeah yeah even if you're i guess like a wine connoisseur right and your job is to go out and find wines and maybe even taste them there's pressure there i'm sure that's awesome but right no matter what you do i I think i like what you just said you said there's pressure there i think any job that you do no matter how much you love it or how much it's glorified it's a job job Mm -hmm. and there's still parts of it that are you're not gonna like and you're doing it for the money everyone's doing it for the money yeah if you're out you're doing it for some greater purpose right right like and you know what like maybe you know i'm just i don't know why i'm using a peloton instructor as an example to you that's like the dream job oh yeah right right but like you know you could say okay you know like like my job though like i help people yeah. you know mentally and physically uh, become healthy and i help them get over stuff so like there's a lot of reward to what i do rewarding yeah not only the money yeah. but there's also a, a, a benefit to the fact that i'm actually helping people right, right. and then you know and if, i think for most people who you know work you know a job that's like yeah it's my job you know i i don't think there's a single person out there yeah there's job and then there's career right yeah. i also don't think there's a single person out there again if you say hey I'm, we're just going to stop paying you, but can you keep doing this? No way. Uh, yeah. Like, no. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, if you unless about... you have a greater purpose, you know, yeah. maybe you're a doctor, right? And you're like, oh, I don't care about the money. I just want to help. I want to cure cancer. I don't right. give a shit. As long as they cure cancer. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I'm just but, saying. But even your, even your example of the Peloton instructor, like you listen to any one of them talk about how they program a ride, like, or a workout. They spend they hours... Do working on the final so so the time that they spend in front of the audience and doing the part that they love is just a fraction yeah. of all the work that goes into it and all the work they do on social media and all the work yeah. they do on partnerships and all the business deals that they make. Oh, right, right. And exactly. All this other stuff. Exactly. So it's not, it's not, you know, what you see versus what they do are two totally different things. No, I, I agreed. Agreed. And I think I just meant like, um, Right, no. So the, and a lot of them have their own brands too. Yeah. You know, you go on their Instagram, and maybe they they have their they're own thing. They're being managed by like yeah. Yeah, they have their own thing. Talent scout. Yeah. Ex- exactly, and they have to be like they have to be perfect because right now, like they're they're Peloton right Careful now with what they say and what they, they say. And what what that's they, a job. They and... can't just like if you if you're scheduled to do a class, like you probably just can't call no. out some you know. So um, oh, I I completely understand. I think I was just using using them as an example because again, trying to it looks cushy to, to you. To see, no, it, well, because again, I also understand the business part of it. I know what goes behind it. Yeah. You know, and some of them will even say in their workouts, like, hey, you know, so I, I tested this yesterday. Yeah. So like, like a lot of times they'll test the workout before they do it in front of you. And then when right. they do it in front of you, like they gotta be per- they can't screw up. Like yeah. hey guys, let's like re- let's restart. We're halfway mm-hmm. through, but let's restart. Like you can't do it. You know, yeah. you gotta so yeah. Um I, I, I don't know. Again, I'm I'm just I think I'm just what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to put my mind in someone who like generally enjoys just 
being your job and working 24-7. Even in even in the military, you but have I don't, a I lot. I think that's a fallacy. I don't think that's real. V- very possible. But even in the military, there's a lot of people. And again, this could be maybe my perception of it, but a lot of maybe higher-ranking personnel who I basically define their life by what rank and what they did in the, in the military, right? Yeah. And, and that... that Court that translates right over to the normal civilian sector. You know, does does it does it correlate with with what you do for a living? Does that correlate? Does that make you who you are? So right. I have some questions for some fans out there. If if this is you, if you're like, no, I, I live for my job, like that's who I am. I want to know. I want to get into your head. So reach out to us, please, so we can have a conversation. Uh, we can do it through email. I could call you, uh, or we, we could have a, we can have you on our podcast. Like yeah. I, I just we, I just want to know like what's going through your mind. You know, I I get like you know even when i was younger in the army and uh, in the military and i had you know especially when i was doing logistics and supply chain management like you know especially when you're in active units like it's very like high intense go 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 um you know at a younger age i feel like that i would you know same thing i'd be working i'd be a ton of hours you know yeah but you were also in a different place in your life i was no agreed so i was also in my early 20s i was single like i was like it was i was never at one point miserable the only time i've ever truly felt like i'm actually miserable was in my last position with the last company and guess what i had to get out of there i didn't rush getting out of there I took my time got in with a different company um i my position in the in this company kind of you know what i learned in my previous positions uh, with my previous company all that experience translated right over it's a different company however um, a lot of things it's still operational so a lot of things are the same but it's scaled way scaled down uh it's still a growing company and what I could say is I've been there two times already my first week and what I could say is the gratitude and how I feel with the culture and just the humanity of it right now has already given me a lot better of a positive attitude mm-hmm. and mentality towards towards my job and uh, mentally, mentally right now I have clarity and I don't feel like I'm going to have a freaking heart attack because there was times where my old one where I literally felt like my blood pressure was out of control that I was going to have a heart attack right there. You didn't just feel like it. Your blood pressure was out of control. My blood pressure, it was and it kind of so still is. there was is. like physical backlash. <laughs> there was physical backlash. My blood pressure was sky high. There was times where I thought I was having a panic attack. This is my old position. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like if you guys have questions, like reach out to me. I'll let you know. Now, again, I've only been two days with a new company, but I feel good and it seems to be just a better situation and a better fit for not only myself and my family, but also the company as well. So, so yeah, I think that's the answer. That's the answer. Like the way that you can enjoy your job and give it your all is when it's not your whole life and it's not taking up all of your time. That that's it. I mean, yeah, that, that to me, I think is that that's the answer. So, you know, this episode has been about, you know, you know, people say, don't knock the hustle. I'm saying, please knock the hustle. <laughs> please knock it off with this, you know, 80 hour week BS. Those of you out there who do that and, you know, come home and say, oh, I worked 16 hours today. So uh, I'm going to be a shitty, you know, partner and shitty dad or mom shitty, and shitty everything. Shitty son, um, father, friend. Yeah. You know? So like now I'm going to slack off in the rest of my life. Um, it's not worth it, I think is my point. And I think you would agree. I agree, and there's also, in my opinion, no dollar sign that's worth it. Right. No dollar sign that is worth it at all, you know? Yeah. I'm just, you know, not. Just spitting truth. Um, we, we, we only get one life. Live it to the fullest. Totally. Right? And if you're money hungry, and there are people who are motivated by money, I mean, that's you, great. I will say this, that I am not motivated specifically by money at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am motivated by um, my my family and my life and time that I can spend doing the things I enjoy with them. Yeah. Agreed. Same. We, uh, so we went way over on this, on this discussion, but I'm glad that we had it. And I hope that you guys can get some value out of it, out of this discussion. Um, reach out to us, let us know how you feel about this. I know that there are some people out there that completely disagree with what we're saying and that's fine. And we, we want to open that conversation and have that conversation with you. So please reach out to us, WJT podcast on Instagram and WJT podcast at gmail.com. Thanks guys. And we're just talking. Perfect. Hosted on dimlywit.com.